Welcome to the Pomsky 101 podcast, the official podcast of the Pomsky Owners Association. Whether you're looking for that perfect Pomsky, trying to find a reputable breeder to bring a happy, healthy Pomsky puppy to your home, or already own a Pomsky and are struggling to raise and train the energetic, strong-willed Pomsky breed, this podcast is for you. The Pomsky 101 podcast brings you key insights, lessons, and tips from real Pomsky owners that have been in your shoes, finding and raising the perfect Pomsky. And here's your host, Jake, with the Pomsky Owners Association. Hello and welcome back to the Pomsky 101 podcast presented by the Pomsky Owners Association. I'm Jake and I'm here to help you find, train, and raise the perfect Pomsky. In today's episode, we are going to cover a very important topic for Pomsky owners, especially your new Pomsky owners, and that is how to potty train your Pomsky. We're going to cover three tips to perfectly potty train your Pomsky. But today, you're not going to be hearing from me. You are actually going to be hearing from a famous dog trainer. Today's podcast comes from Dan, otherwise known as Doggy Dan, the famous dog trainer from the online dog trainer team. We are very honored that Dan allows us to use his audio in this podcast to give you the three tips that Dan recommends and that he gives you through his potty training course to potty train your Pomsky puppy. I trained my dogs personally using Dan programs and Dan's advice, so I'm happy to bring that to you to train your Pomsky. In fact, Dan and his team brings a lot of the training content to the Pomsky Owners Association, so we are very happy that Dan is here today to provide some audio on potty training tips. He's going to cover the three important stages to setting up a successful potty training program, The three stages are timing, he recommends setting an alarm for potty training, controlling the environment, and rewarding your puppy. So he's going to go into that in a lot of detail in a great podcast episode here for you to train and potty train your Pomsky puppy. One thing that I do recommend before we jump over to Dan's audio is that you head over to pomskyownersassociation.com slash potty training. Here you can download the videos that Dan references throughout this episode. You'll see him mention a couple of times his free potty training course, and he gives that to us for free to our Pomsky subscribers and podcast listeners. He gives you free access to his video training course, his potty training course, because as he says, it's a little bit difficult to potty train and give you this advice through a podcast, through audio. Highly recommend that you check out his videos and his free potty training course over at pomskyownersassociation.com slash potty training. That's where you can get the free videos from Dan that he gives us for potty training your puppy. So without further ado, Here's Dan, otherwise known as Doggy Dan from the online Doggy Trainer team to help you potty train your Pomsky. Hi and welcome. I'm Doggy Dan from the online Dog Trainer. Thanks for joining me on this audio training session, which is all about toilet training. It's an interesting topic, all that pee and poo, but it's reality. It's real life. It happens and it's got to be dealt with. And that's why I'm here to help you sort it out because I have seen some messes in my time. I have seen some horrible situation. You know, those pee-soaked carpets. I've been to people's houses where they're waking up regularly to big sloppy poos on the carpet every single morning, and it is not pretty. I feel so sorry for these people. And, you know, I'm not going to go there anymore, but what I will say is this. Having worked with thousands of dogs and puppies over the years, I've pretty much seen it all, and I know that it doesn't matter whether you've got a 10-year-old German Shepherd dog who started toileting inside all of a sudden, or you've got an eight-week-old Chihuahua puppy and you're trying to toilet train them for for the first time. This method works, and that's why I'm here, to help you guys sort it all out. And all you've got to do is stick with this method, stick with the process, and we'll get there. 
If you want a puppy or your dog toileting in the right place every single time, then stay tuned till the very end. Okay, go grab your favorite drink, get settled, maybe grab a paper and pen as well, and let's get into it. Here's the deal of what's coming up. I've got 15 minutes, and in that time, I'm going to go through the three most important stages to setting up a successful toilet training program. Things that you should be focused on to get your dog or puppy toilet training in the right place. Now, the other way of looking at it is this. If you're not doing all these things, you're making one of the three biggest mistakes. You're making one of the three most common mistakes, the three biggest mistakes that effectively set your dog or puppy up to fail. And for many of you, this simple process I'm going to go through is going to totally turn things around for you. However, I also know that some of you are going to want more help, both in the area of toilet training and in many other areas. And so at the end of this audio, I'll show you where you can get a ton more great information about toilet training your dog or your puppy, including how to solve all the more complicated issues. And for those of you who stayed at the end, I'm also going to show you where you can get a complete dog and puppy training system that'll save you literally hundreds of dollars, which you can get started with tonight. Okay, let's get right into it now. The first stage that we need to look at is timing. Everything to do with getting your dog or your puppy in the right place, probably on the grass or at least outside when they need to go. That's your responsibility. You have to figure out when you think your dog or your puppy is going to need to go. You know, the biggest mistake is probably that people rely on, on dogs who are not toilet trained to figure it out for themselves. And, uh, you know, there is no point in blaming your dog. Let's be honest. How many people? Uh, listening to this, have been in this situation. You're sitting there watching your favorite movie at the end of a long day. You've got your drink, your beer, your wine, your tea, your coffee, your drink of water or orange juice. You're sipping away and you think, oh gosh, you look at your dog and you think, I wonder if they need the loo. Hmm, they probably do soon. But you're a good part in the movie and you're very warm and it's cold outside and you really can't be bothered to get up and go outside and stand around waiting for them to go to toilets. So you hang on a little bit and the next thing you notice is, or you may even hear it, even worse, you hear the tinkle, tinkle, tinkle sound or you see your dog cocking their leg and they're circling around, they're squatting down, they're going for a pee or a poo. It's so frustrating. We've all been there. But you've got no one to blame but yourself. As my wife keeps saying, it's not really about blame. I'll put that bit in there. But, you know, the thing is, you can only really control and change what you're doing and that's where, you know, making sure you you know when they're going to go or you're guessing correctly or making an educated good guess of when they need to go and getting them outside is one of the most important things. So frequency of toileting, it really can vary. I mean, some puppies I've seen, they will go four times in an hour. They're literally going every 15 minutes. You know, they come out of their little sleepy zone, they stand up and immediately go tinkle. 15 minutes later, they're tinkling again. So for some of you, you really do have to really, you know, really be onto it. For others, you know, much older dogs, they might not go, you know, um, maybe every three hours. And sometimes there's not a lot of signals. There's not a lot of uh, um, communication between your puppy to you that they need to go. They're not going to tap on the window and tell you. Uh, they maybe do a little bit of sniffing on the ground. They may do a bit of circling. There might not be much more than that. So what I suggest you do is this. Start almost jotting down, either mentally or on a piece of paper, how often they go. Because you'll be amazed. If you write down, dog went for a wee, five past three, dogs just peed on the floor at half past three. You'll go, well, that was only 25 minutes. 
and suddenly you'll be onto it. You'll be going, you know what? He goes a far more often, far more regularly than I first realized. And that's where you want to consider setting a little alarm. It's simple. It's blindingly obvious, but it works. You set your iPhone, you set an alarm, you set your phone to ring every 20 minutes when your dog is up. And believe you me, the number of times that has um, helped people get over this issue is quite unbelievable because you hear your phone ringing, suddenly jolts you into action. There's absolutely no doubt in your mind how long it's been since your puppy last went for a toilet and you start generating this routine. It breaks the old habits up. And that's what so much of this toilet training is about. It's about breaking the old habit and getting established into this new habit and getting them toileting in the right place. And one more tip before we move on to the second point, you've got to keep at it. Once you, your dog is toileting in the right place, keep at it, don't stop. You've really got to keep this up for a long time before you can really start relaxing and expecting your dog or especially a puppy to start taking themselves out. Okay, area number two is all about controlling their environment. This effectively means that you decide where they are at all times, what sort of area of the house they're in. Let's go back and follow on from where we left off uh, the first stage. You've taken your puppy out. Now, they're either going to have toileted or not toileted. Now, if they've toileted outside, if they've done their way or the poo, then absolutely great. You give them a little treat and uh, you can bring them back inside. And this is going to buy you maybe 15 minutes, something like that, an hour, so you can relax for a, a period of time. However, if they don't go to the toilet, you've got two options. Either you leave them outside for a while in the hope that they're going to go, or if you don't leave them outside, you can bring them inside. However, this is where it can often go wrong and you really need to very carefully manage them. So a few tips. Firstly, if you bring them back inside, don't give them too much space. If you give your dog, for example, the whole of the downstairs area, your puppy's going to head off into another room. And to them, it's like a completely different world, a million miles away from the area that they live in. So they'll think nothing of toileting, peeing and pooing in this area. And, you know, if they do it behind a, a couch or, or under a bed or something, it could be a long time before you even find it. You won't know they've done it. Not only, though, is it in the wrong spot. But if you don't know where they've done it, they could do it regularly. And you think they're then, of course, that they're not actually going to the toilet very often, when in fact they absolutely are. So keep them contained in a smaller area. Secondly, this is where you can consider the use of a crate or a similar device to keep your dog fairly still. The crate is basically not meant to be much bigger than the, the dog. They should be able to turn around, but they shouldn't be able to run around. And what it does is it actually stops them from moving and agitating their bowels, which makes them actually go to the toilet. You see, if they're sleeping, if they're lying down, they're far less likely to need to go to the toilet. So you can leave them there for a period of time, and then you take them out and repeat and see if you can get them to go. If you don't have a crate, it's not a problem, but consider using maybe a pen um, a penned area or even a baby gate just to keep them in a smaller area and also you really want to be considering keeping them off the carpeted area it's one thing to clean up pee and poo off a liner or a wooden floor a completely different thing to be cleaning it off a thick carpet so that's the second area that you really want to be looking at controlling that environment the areas which they're allowed in not allowed in when they've come back in having not gone to the toilet now, before we finish this section, a lot of people struggle with the whole decision of whether they should purchase a crate or not. So a couple of pros and cons. Firstly, 
the, the cons or the downside is that they do cost a little bit of money and they can take up a fair bit of room, especially if you've got a really big dog and eventually you may find your dog doesn't need them. So you've got this big crate sitting there. Of course, you can sell it on. And the other thing is some dogs do, they don't really like them. They don't like being confined in them. They bark a bit and they become a bit stressed. So some people purchase them and find they're not that much use. However, the positive, the upsides, a lot of dogs absolutely love their crate. They see it very much as their den. They settle in it. They enjoy it. And of course, it it can be a real lifesaver so for, for some people who just need a break from their dog. They've got a rather hyper dog. When they're in their crate, they settle down very happy there at night. And of course, as we've just discussed, they can really help you with things like toilet training and uh, sometimes when you just need that time out that space or you've got visitors coming around and you just want to put your dog away they're there they're happy they're relaxed so pros and cons there you go it works both ways i my suggestion probably give it a go without a crate if you're really struggling and you think gosh i wish we just had a, a place we could put our dog then think about getting a crate or buying a pen that sort of thing they can work wonders Okay, moving on swiftly to the third area, and this is a biggie, rewarding your dog. Effectively rewarding your dog when they go in the right place is probably the most important key to successful toilet training. And when I say effectively, I mean rewarding them in a way which is truly motivating them to go back there again and get that reward again. And yet, you know, toilet training and using rewards for toilet training is it's so obvious. It's so easy. We've probably all heard of it and we've probably all done it for a little while. And yet many of us have stopped doing it. Think about it. Everything else that we're talking about here is how to stop dogs or puppies from going in the wrong place. And yet no, no stage yet have we commented or communicated to our dog or puppy. Yes, that is the bullseye. That's where I want you to go. And you know, that positive showing them where to go is actually far more powerful than saying, no, no, don't go here. I don't want you to go there. Trying to keep them in a penned area. We've got to do all that stuff. But this is the bit which actually says, look, this is the spot I want you to go. Now, there is a catch when it comes to food. And this is where a lot of people fall down. When I say reward your dog with food, and I'm, I'm saying food there because, uh, yeah, rewards could have been uh, – people can interpret rewards as just saying, yes, good boy, pats and cuddles. I don't mean that. I mean amazing food. And I don't even mean dry, boring biscuits that they probably have for their breakfast and dinner. I'm talking really motivating stuff here, chicken, cheese, and bacon. You see, most dogs and puppies will do something. They may do some small things for boring, dry biscuits, but they will – go well overboard they'll do amazing things for chicken cheese and bacon they will really figure out what it is that you want them to do to get that chicken cheese and bacon it's like money to a dog you know what somebody will do for one dollar is nothing compared to what they'll do for a hundred thousand dollars so have those little t treats ready maybe have them in a little jam jar or something lying around outside so that you can feed them your puppy or your dog within two seconds when they go toilet think of it like this your puppy or your dog when they go to the toilet and then they get this absolutely amazing treat, it's not going to take them long before they start going, you know what, when I toilet on the grass, they give me a piece of chicken. And then your dog's going to start putting one and one together and getting two and saying, you know what, I'm going to pee on the grass every single time. Okay, so that's the three key areas that you want to be getting in place now. First of all, timing. Ensure that you're taking your dog out to the area you want them to go before they go to the toilet. Secondly, controlling their environment. Consider reducing the area that they're allowed in and 
make sure that they're not on the carpeted area because that becomes a nightmare. Thirdly, rewards. Using amazing rewards to help your dog understand exactly where you want them to go is very powerful. So that does it. What a great episode. What great advice from Dan. I really appreciate everything he's done for us. Thank you, Dan, Doggy Dan, and the online dog trainer team for allowing us to bring this great audio content to our audience at the Pomsky Owners Association. I think this is incredibly helpful. I hope you listen to Dan's tips. Those three tips are monumental to potty training your puppy. And again, Dan mentioned some videos that you can download, some free access to his courses. You can get that over at pomskyownersassociation.com slash potty training. You can download his free video course to potty train your Pomsky puppy. Highly recommend you download that because it's hard to put into practice by listening to audio. It's great if you can see it on video and see Dan doing it in person. So again, pomskyownersassociation.com slash potty training. Or you can go back to this episode in your podcast directory. If you look in the show notes, we'll post the link right there. You can download your video that way as well. In Dan's potty training course, he covers a couple things, including the perfect potty routine, how to teach your Pomsky to pee on a schedule, how to get a bathroom shy puppy to go potty every time, how to ensure complete success throughout the night, keeping your puppy from having accidents in the house all night long and without getting up every single second to go potty, how to stay on track, how to keep them from having an accident ever again, and how to make sure they go potty in the same place every single time, every time you let them outside to go. So you can get all of that in Dan's free course over at pompskyownersassociation.com slash potty training. So thanks again to Dan and the online dog trainer team for letting us use this audio and teach our audience how to potty train your Pomsky. So that does it for today. Thanks for listening to the Pomsky 101 podcast. I look forward to seeing you on the next episodes and I look forward to helping you find, train, and raise the perfect Pomsky. (laughs) 